0: Hi there, this is the PowerPoint Tribe, where our vibe is faith and our food is the word. Prepare to be strengthened and encouraged through the teachings of God's word and the ministry of the spirit. Do you all hear me? Yes, ma. Yes, ma. Okay. Uh, Good evening, everyone. Hope we're all doing well. How are you? How was your day? How is your week going? Hope it's winding up well. Um, thank you so much, Esther, for that uh, refreshing time of prayer. Um, uh, you know, God, God is so God is so mindful of us in the tribe. Um, you know, like I always say, the way you know God loves you is by the quality of 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 shepherd that He has given you. And I, so, I just want to honor. You know, Pastor Dami, he raises the bar, and in raising the bar, there's just so much gap that you you have no in serving with, with him you just have to grow in capacity he just creates so much room um in terms of capacity and growth for for us to step into and I'm just so so grateful for that it he has rare qualities that you find in in, in a man of God and so I honor you I honor you sir and I thank you so much for the privilege to bring the word of God uh tonight uh to all my to all the pastors in the house uh, the leaders um lXL um directors, directorates, I honor you and I celebrate each and every one of you. Um, Last week was really, really, was really, really amazing, Um, really profound, Uh, the opening night of the, of the, of the Excellence Spirit Series. Um, And maybe this is where I want to start before I share uh, um, the things that, well, the major thing that really impacted me in last week's series. And while I was preparing for the message, I believe one of the first things or one of the things, first things I'd like to say is that the the state of our hearts, right? Um, The Bible says that with meekness, you see, we receive the engrafted word of grace that is able to save us and that is able to also deliver to us an inheritance. And so one of the things that every Christian must take care to do every time they listen, every time we listen to the word of God, is to ensure that the word of God meets meekness in your heart. The word of God has to meet meekness. It's only when the word of God meets meekness in your heart that it releases grace to you, both either to save you, to to deliver something to you, or to save and deliver something to you. He has to meet meekness in your heart and what is that what is meekness meekness is basically receiving the word of God as it comes and applying it to your unique context. You know if the word of God comes to you, and one of the first things you just do is that you want to take down the notes, you know you want to jot down the word to be able to preach it to somebody else that's not meekness. You must be able to preach the word to yourself because for you to be in an environment where you are receiving that particular word at that particular time, it means there is something, there is a need for course correction, there is a need for enlightenment, there is something that that word of God is delivering to you. And I say this because it's very important because it's 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 sort of very crucial to this series. The series is called the S- the Excellent Spirit, and um, I think one of the one of the amazing things that I. I I, I learned from last week's session is that, you know, he is the excellent spirit. He is not an excellent spirit. He's not one of the excellent spirits. He is the excellent spirit. And so what that means is that he exists in a class of his own. He exists in a class of his own. And it means that inherently in the spirit of God in us is excellence. He is not and not that, like, he's not and not that. He, excellence is part is woven as part of his nature excellence is within him so you cannot you cannot have the spirit of God and not have excellence he's not another module that you, excellence is not another module that the holy spirit needs to be upgraded to no he he, he he is the excellent spirit so while he's in you if you pay attention and engage him in the right way and engage him with understanding you would exude the spirit of excellence it just it just comes that way because he is not he, like I said before, is not a module, it's not an, an additional module that needs to be added. So it's not that in some Christians the excellence is lost, while in some Christians, you know, because they've not upgraded they've upgraded themselves, so they have excellence. But in some Christians, you know, that excellence dimension is, is not there. It's not there. So um, receiving the word of God with meekness is very important so that grace can be, grace can be transferred to us. So that we can be can because there's I believe that there is something that God wants to deliver to us in this series, into over the course of this series. There's a quality of men and women that God wants to make us into over the course of this of this series. And so I just enjoin you um, from last week, this week, um, over the next few weeks, um, pay attention, um, receive the word of God again with meekness. Be always always be sure to, you know, to apply it to your context, okay, to say what is where is the instruction for me? Where is the encouragement? Where is the light? Where, where is it for me in this session? I am looking out for it. You know, I'm looking out for it. And I, I'm I'm so sure, like there, there are two categories of people, particularly, um, that this this series will be will be speaking to. They're the first category of people that, you know, they've just confined the Holy Spirit. To religious context. They've just confined him to religious context. So the Holy Spirit is only religious. That's that's all, that's the only way they've, they've thought about the Holy Spirit. That the Holy Spirit is only religious, you know, he's not, you know, he only does. Remember when Pastor taught us about ne- Nehemiah, how that one of the tactics of the enemy was to ensure that he was locked up in the temple. So the only thing that the Holy Spirit does is temple runs. You know, you just, you just remember that game temple run. The guy is always running on the fences of the temple. He never, he never bursts out into the city or anything. He's just always, always in the temple. So the Holy Spirit is not just about temple runs. So a lot of people just believe, oh, that's all the Holy Spirit is about. And so it changes them. Even when they want to do more, they are, they are, they, they, um, what's the word now? They suppress, they suppress they suppress that attribute of the holy spirit because of the quality of light and revelation that they have because they believe that the holy spirit is just you know is just they just they just know the holy spirit in the religious context and the second set of people are the people that have re- refused they know that the holy spirit is not just religious but they have they do not want to accept that the holy spirit is not just re- religious because accepting that the holy spirit is not just religious forces them to do something in response to the realization that there is an executive expression of the holy ghost i hope you follow me so if they are they are they are lazy so because they are lazy they refuse to accept they refuse to accept the fact that yes i know i know it somewhere in my head and that the holy there is an executive expression to the holy ghost but i do not want to accept it because accepting it puts the pressure on me to do work you know, to do some work, it puts the pressure on me that the Holy Spirit is both working in me, not just around me. So I'm not just going to be waiting for people around instead of me waiting for people or only situations around me to change, I also have to respond by doing something. And so I would not do that. I would not accept that realization. And so, and those people are lazy people. So the word of God coming throughout the series is coming to save the lazy ones. It's coming to save you. If, you are in that category. And if you're in the category where you you, you actually do not just know that you know there's a, an executive expression to the Holy Ghost, it's coming to deliver light to you throughout the series. So those are the expectations if you have, you know, light, you know, and, and just so some some level of strength as well, some level of strength. And um, while I was praying earlier today, one of the things that I believe was impressed in my heart is there are some people that, and like Pastor Pete said last week, it's very important to note that um, this series is really about executive expressions. Uh, it's about your the output. It's about, about you know, the, um, the yeah, giving ex- executive expression to the spirit that is within you, in the way you conduct yourself, in the way you work, you know, in the way you in the way you you're just you're just different in the way you respond, you know, to things around, like physically, like uh what's the word now? In in, in measures, so it's very it's going to be very practical, and so that's why I'm I'm I'm, I'm going this light, and I also believe that the Holy Spirit is taking us uh, down this lane, so that there are some people that you know you've tried, you just to some extent you've really really um, you've really really tried, but somehow, and I use this word very carefully, you know. You keep on receiving some level of feedback like like what you're doing is not good enough even though you know that you know there's just so much more than you can do but it just it just always seems as though when it comes out you know you, there's just always more there is more but you don't you don't always seem to attain to that that more level quote unquote just permit my permit my use of language grace is being supplied to you god is able to work in you both to will and to do He's working you both to will and to do. Is working inherently in you both to will and to do. Just believe that you know there's going to be a turnaround of the way you of the way you you know the way you execute the way you execute as we go along. There's going to be a turnaround in the way you conduct yourself, in your output, in your results, in your communication whether verbal, nonverbal, in your communication of the the spirit of God that you carry inside as we go along this series. You're just going to notice it evidently um, after this series, even during the course of this series, and then after, and then after. Yes sir, grace is being supplied, yes. Um, So let's just pray. before we continue heavenly father we thank you thank you father for your word thank you father because you're so mindful of us to bring us this word in this season thank you Thank you Father, for your grace that is being supplied. Thank you, Father, because we know that whenever your word comes to us, it doesn't come to us in word alone, but it comes in with the Holy Spirit who would teach us and bring us into every dimension of truth, both the ones that are shared and even the ones that are unshared or unsaid. Thank you, Father, because your word is also delivering strength to us. It's strengthening our inner man. It's strengthening our body. It's giving us strength of mind. In the name of Jesus, and the word of God is coming with power. The ability to to do everything that your word has shown to us and everything that the word has revealed to us. We give you all the glory God, because we know that testimony awaits each and every tribe member at the end of this series, even during the series. We praise you Lord for transformations. We praise you, Lord for growth. And we thank you Father for development. In Jesus mighty name, we've prayed. Amen and amen, hallelujah. So quickly, I'm going to be uh, just running through ten things. Um, the the subtitle of this uh, for yeah for this is the entrepreneurial Christian. Is is the entrepreneurial Christian? Um, and what do I mean by that? Basically, it's that in every context that you find yourself, you always seek to to improve and to make better that system or that or that environment or that thing that endeavor you always seek to to let the excellence that is in you remember what i what what I, I shared earlier that is the excellent spirit the excellent spirit excellence is part of his nature and when you interact with him and engage with him what you begin to exude is the aura the spirit of excellence the breath of excellence you, you just you just are excellent you will it you desire to be excellent. You think it, and then you do excellence. So it's not something you stumble upon. It's something that comes from your thought process, from your thought pattern. You just think at a higher level. Another thing that you realize, like Pastor P shared, is that he is the excellent spirit. He's not, he's not in a comparative class with anyone. He's in a class of his own. And the, good, the, the thing about his class as well is that his class is the ultimate source class. His class is the ultimate progenitor class. His class is the ultimate creator class. So every every sort of spirit that comes, like, like high performing, or every type of other uh, spirits that you have, right, or that you see, they they um, they they come they, they are sub they are they are at a lower level to 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 God's spirit to the to the excellent spirit they are at that lower level and so by if you when we interact and engage with the excellent spirit by nature we are we operate at a at a at a level and at a dimension that is above that is higher when compared to every other class, and it's not because we are trying to. It's just a, it's just the nature of the spirit of God. It's just his nature because he's the Creator Spirit, he's the Progenitor Spirit, and he's the ultimate source. He's the ultimate source. He's in the ultimate source class. So it's not a. It's not. It's not a competitive. It's not a comp- The motive is not competition. It's just an inherent trait, and it's not. It's. It's not just in. Only the results. It's also, it's not just in only the output, it's also in the process. It's in the process of excellence. It's in the output of excellence and it's in the motive of excellence. So some some other kinds of spirits or some other kinds or you know, some other kinds of of, or some in in some other domains, let me say it that way, they are only concerned about the the output of excellence or the output, you know, the, the 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 output of the performance. No. The Holy Spirit doesn't focus just on the how the output of the engagement, the output of your expression. Like however you got there is not our business. If you cheated to get there, it's not our business. You know, if you did anything to get there, it's not our business. As you will see between uh, Daniel's and the other Daniel and the other astrologers, right? They all had different processes and different inputs, But it looked as if they had, you know, they were they were walking to the same results. But the excellent spirit focuses on both the input. The process and the output. So it, all, of, all of those things, those three different dimensions, must be consistent with the Holy Ghost, must be consistent with the character of God. You cannot have an output that looks like, okay, it has it, it is surpassed, because another school of thought is to say that, oh, as long as, you know, as long as as long as this, um, this spirit, you know, as long as my output. As a Christian, I must ensure that, oh, my output surpasses other people, you know, compared to other people, it's way higher, I'm high performing. So no matter what I do to get there, let me just, so that I will not put God to shame. You cannot put God to shame, sir. So don't don't let me put God to shame. Let me just try to wiggle my way to the answer so that my output is higher, is higher, higher. but, you know, the process and the impute, when due diligence, it's not compliant with the spirit of God. No, you cannot put God to shame so all of those things must come together to produce that spirit of excellence so the excellent spirit in us pays attention or is is, is is very concerned about the input the process and the output of excellence right um and so we're just going to be going over over some things like i said just 10 uh 10 tips right and so the first thing some are encouragements you know some are just instructions um and on and on like that. So the first thing we see in Daniel chapter 1 verse 1 is the Bible says that in the year of the reign of Jehoiakim Je- the king of Judah Nebuchadnezzar the king of Babylon came to Jerusalem and came to besiege it. So um they came to besiege it. In other words, they 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 sort of they sort of came to they took the children of Israel captive, you know, and so you have a group of Christians that would say that, you know, I cannot work for any, and I I, I want you to understand what I'm saying, right? They, they'll say, okay, I cannot if, and if it's not, if it's not Christian, if the my boss is not Christian, if the organization is not Christian, you know, if we're not praying every morning, we're not doing fellowship by 8am, you know, I cannot work there, I can't work there. I can't, I can't, you know, yeah, that's the word. I can't work there. Now, the backstory to this is in Jeremiah twenty-nine, when God was telling them about the, about you know, God was prophesying to the uh, true prophet Jeremiah that they were going to be taken captive. They were going to be taken captive and they were going to be taken to Babylon. And lest that they think that when they get to Babylon, they should not mix, you know, they should not relate. They should not, you know, they should not do anything that they should just be, you know, he said, no, you're going to be there for 70 years. So take your wives, um, you know, marry there, work there, um, you know, earn a living there. Even though it looks like you are in a foreign nation, it looks like you're in a nation that is without God. It says earn a live there. Do not think that in doing things and interacting with the world, you are going to be corrupted by the world. So you do not want to even, you know, you do not want to like like the word is mixed mix with the world. You do not want to engage with them, interact with them, because you probably think what you carry would be would be changed, that will be confirmed, and you're not able to transform what is going on around you. So here, the Bible says that Daniel was going to work for a, an entity that just came to besiege his country. Daniel was going to be working in an entity, quote, and unquote, that did not have any um, any regard or respect for the things of God. But Daniel still worked there. Daniel still worked there. And remember, God had said it earlier that, see, you would, this would happen and you would have to, you would have to work there. You have to make a living there. You don't have to seclude yourself from from what is going on in your environment. And this brings me to say this, that there are some times that you would find yourself in environments where you are working in a place that quote and unquote, they don't have very, uh sincere godly values they don't have values that um you know sort of align with god's word and with with god's with god's system it's sort of quote and unquote almost 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 anti-god right anti-god or maybe not anti-god really but they don't just have those values but god is still asking you to stay there some people always say that oh you know i find myself in a place as a christian and i want to leave just after two months of working there i'm leaving why oh you know my boss does not believe in god you know they don't respect something and i just want to leave no sometimes you need to stay there just like god was also instructing the people of israel that for you guys that they take captive and they take you to babylon stay there and you would see why you would see why you would see why in i I mean and for many of us that have read the story of Daniel, you, you would actually see why. You would actually see why. Um, Stay there. Praise God. Can you still hear me? Yes, ma'am, we can. Yeah. So stay there. Remember, one of the things you must realize that you must be bold enough to understand that what you carry inside of you as long as you pay attention, what is that is in you is greater than it that is, he that is outside of you. The God you carry within you and your fellowship with God cannot and should not. You should not say that I'm not going to take a job because I fear that you know the values of God that I carry within me is going to be tainted by these values. In fact, you should be looking to go into those systems so that you can at least try your best by grace to impart some of those values either at a system level or at an individual level if you work in a place and at the end of the day just one person just nebuchadnezzar just the fact that you're interacting with your boss and your boss tries to, gets to see things in a new light just because you're there gets to change that that is beneficial that is beneficial so sometimes when you are and I, this is obviously this this might not be for everybody there are times that we are going to get clear instructions that see live here these people are irreconcilable almost and i, I almost sound like a Jonah right now with these statements Okay, I take that back. But these people are very stubborn people. Um, these people are very stubborn people. Uh, and maybe you leave, right? Or just yes, but but yes, just sometimes I got to tell you, you know what? Stay here. You know, just stay there. Stay there. And there is because there is something I want to bring out of that. So that is point number, God. That is point number one. Point number two is the Bible says concerning Daniel, in 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 um verse number three chapter one verse three he says that the king instructed ashpenaz the master of his eunuch to bring some of the children of israel and some of the king's descendants and some of the nobles so one of the things you would realize in the study of daniel which yeah i've also found is that the, the the genealogy of daniel is not so clear in scripture so you don't know who gave birth to Daniel, you don't know where he's from, you don't know if he's part of the Levite, you don't know if he's part of the king's children, you don't know, you don't know who he is. And this scripture doesn't even help us to, to nail it on the head, to nail the genealogy of Daniel on the head, because it says that what the, the king instructed Ashpenaz to do through three things: to bring some of the children of Israel, so quote and unquote, some of the everyday people some of the king's descendants which are noble people ro- people of royal blood quote and unquote and he says some of the nobles right so that's like or maybe other people of ro- uh of yeah other noble people and we don't know which class daniel belongs to each in each of these three now some people always want to excuse themselves that excellence can only you know the only way i can I, I have to have some level of genealogy. I have to have some history that sort of backs up this level of excellent conduct. There's there has to be there, there always has to be a reason. And I'm saying this, if, especially for the work context, you believe that you know, to be able to exhibit some kind of traits, to be able to get to some kind of level, there has to be something. You yeah, are one of those people that probably believe that you know you have to know somebody. Your your skill alone, and your performance, and your good character alone cannot justify certain positions. Remember that the only, the Bible says that they came from three different, yeah, exactly, like bring Dangote's daughter. So they came, the king gave them three different classes. But it says that although you can bring anybody from these three classes, but this is what you must these are the people that you must bring to me in verse 4 it says that you must bring young men in whom there is no blemish young men that are good looking young men that are gifted in all wisdom that possess knowledge they are quick to understand they have the ability to serve in the king's palace and whom they might teach in the language and the literature literature of the chaldeans so it says that regardless regardless it it's, is not about the history so i don't even want a king's child that does, that that does not have knowledge. I does not have skill. I don't want a. I don't want a no Yes, good looking is also part of it. It's also part of excellence. You know, I don't want a noble person. I don't want a. I don't want to only. You know, have this person in the king's court only because of oh, this person has a surname. It's the same way. You know, God will not just promote you just because you have a surname, just because you are named after the. You know, everybody like the Bible says that. You know that. If, I I can't remember how the scripture goes now. How that we are all yeah, he's the father of all spirits of whom the whole family on heaven and earth is named. So, you know, some people just carry, oh, I have God. So they go to God and say, Father, you know, I have you, God, you know, let my let my report, let my output be good, you know, let me smell nice, let me look good, you know, let my hair be, let my hair, let my, you know, let me be well kept. You know, and they just go to God praying about all these demands and forgetting that there is also a part that they have to play in there there's also there's a part that you have to play because i i i don't know I beg to i mean anybody can except you want to tell me that the only way that these people got knowledge i mean knowledge is is knowledge is exposure one of the ways you get knowledge is by exposure you need to expose yourself to something to get the knowledge of it there are times time again that I have a you know i mean I remember there was this season in my in my Christian experience that I, there was something I knew, but I did not know the reason behind that thing. And one of these, one of those days, I came to church, and pastor was preaching, and, I've, and I, and I, I've, I then realized that oh, so this was this was why I could not replicate that result or that experience because I did not know the reason why. I did not know the reason why. And when I got the reason, when I got exposed to the reason, I could replicate that experience. I could replicate that experience. So it doesn't matter. Some people try to, I mean, shortchange themselves by saying that. Oh, you know, I need to be of some some sort of earthly class. I need to be of some sort of, I need to be of, of some sort of um, yeah, I need to have some kind of name before I can, before I can attain some levels, some level of results, or I can even be given the opportunity to show what I carry. While some other people, there are other people on the other, um, on the other, uh, or the other end of the spectrum that says that, see, you know what, I have, you know, I have God. I have God's name and that's all that matters. I don't need to do anything. I don't, you know, I can, you know, I can, somebody can speak to me and, or somebody can come near me or I I do not just need to, I do not, God is enough. And I, I hope you understand the kind of God is enough. Like God, you know, God is, God is all God is, you know, he's only, he's only, he's only God's name. I just need to, I just need to be named. I just need to be, I just need to say I'm a Christian. I just need to, you know, believe that truth enough and not engage anything of the mundane not mix any sort of you know rain with earth to bring out fruits to be able to to be able to i mean showcase my performance or showcase give executive expression to the spirit i carry on my inside i hope we're following praise god praise god so another thing i want to emphasize is that um, also on in this portion of scripture is that recognize that you carry inerrant value. You carry inerrant value. And I, I think that's that's maybe to the to the to the, to the person that probably thinks that, you know, you just have these thoughts that I just need an earthly name. God is enough. And I'm saying that for that person, that you know, you are you are doing all you can. You're exposing yourself. I mean, you're doing all you can, earthly wise. But you're just you're just stuck in your mindset that um, I need you know I need to be of some sort of earthly royal blood. Somebody needs to introduce me. Somebody needs to show me. I cannot gain access until somebody tells me something. Until somebody mentions my name somewhere. And that is true in some circles. I mean, networking is true. Um, you know, having good relationship skills is also very, is also very true, but in the case where you do not have that, God is enough for you as well. God is enough. He's enough. He's enough for you. And so you need to, you need to believe that you need to probably even meditate on that and, and just see paths open for you, right? God is enough for you. Praise God. Um, The third thing I'm also going to be emphasizing from the story of Daniel, is that um, you need to be bold and secure in your source. You need to be bold and secure. You know, um, Paul was talking to the the Galatian church, and he said that having begun in the spirit, do you not want to be made complete in the flesh? So some people, you have started in the spirit. You are started with spiritual things. You are started in aligning with, you know, you know, God's character. And now you are you have now gotten in. You are in the program. You are in the system. And I, I'm, I'm it looks like I'm, I'm 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 tailoring my message to a particular, I mean, I think it's it's applicable across, but I'm almost tailoring my message to a particular set of people, but it's applicable across, I believe so. Be bold and secure in your source. I'm saying that because sometimes, like look at, for example, in the story of Daniel, the Bible says that after they had all gotten into the program, the Bible says they now wanted to start feeding them the meat, the drink, and the food of the king. Now, someone might wonder, oh, OK, why? I mean, I mean, is the, is the food of the king? Is the food of the king bad? But the reason why Daniel chose not to defile himself was what was because of what those things represented. Now, those things, the meat, the food, were things that were offered to idols. So, in in Daniel saying that he proposed in his heart that he would not partake of that, it means that he was saying that. See, in my conduct in this, in in giving executive expression, I would not mix. I would not mix my. I would not mix my source. I would not, you know, do some things in accordance to God and in 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 other ways um, violate my conscience, right? I would not violate my conscience. I would not do things sometimes in alignment with God and do do some things or be corrupt just because I want to get ahead or just because I've now found myself here, right? So you are secure in your source. You. Are- but differentiated not only by your skills. So like I said earlier, it's not only about your output, it's not only about your result, but also your process. It's also about your consecration as well. It's also about your consecration. You know, I was reading an article by John Piper and he said something very profound. He said that excellence is not only about technical competency, but also about competency in character. And he gave an example and godly character. He gave an example. He was talking about a church where they had you know, a very good choir, and this choir had you know they had the vision to be the best choir in the city. You know they were very excellent. They dressed well, so they picked like all these you know you know color codes for clothes. You know they had like uh, choristers. You know they 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 had they identified the parts properly. So they were just very high on technical competence. They did high level of they did auditions after auditions, like mod like like uh, what's the voice or sort of auditions just to get people in the choir because of the vision that they had the vision is that they want to be the best choir in the city and th- they were right they wanted to glorify god by being the best in the city they, they wanted to just yeah they just wanted to they wanted to reach yeah the height of 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 whatever it is in terms of technical competency then he then said something that the pastor said see Although your technical competency is important, what you have to realize is more important is the worship experience. Is the worship experience? Is the fact that God is the focus? Is the fact that the people being edified is the focus? right so your technical competency for for example somebody going off key and also understand that you're also building god's character in people and characters like you know long suffering kindness gentleness should also come in in line with your pursuit of technical competency and the highest level of executive executive expression so at that point so for example somebody in the choir did not get a note right the the that if you were only focused on the outputs what you would lose is encouragement. You probably lose the spirit of discernment that says that, oh, maybe somebody, something is going on in this lady's, uh, lady's family, and so we just need to bear with her a bit. You know? And it's not, OK, your voice is not good. We are going to remove you. Going, you're not going to sing next week. We are going to cut you off the team. So for a Christian, the pursuit of excellence is the pursuit of the character of the spirit, not just his nature of excellence, but also his character, the process of excellence as well, that sometimes. What you, what is trying to build in you is long suffering. What is trying to build in you is you know is 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 um is what's what's the word now? Being collaborative, being a good team player, is building all of those things concurrently. So you're not just concerned about the output. And so because you're only concerned about the output, you do whatever it is to get ahead. You know you would you you know you would shunt your process in developing godly character and an excellent character. You're focused on all this well all-rounded development as a Christian. So it's not just character in um, uh, uh um excellence is in in character, but excellence, you know. Not sorry, it's not just excellence, technical excellence or uh, technical competency. No, it's also excellence in godly character as well. So it goes hand in hand. Remember, the input, the process, and the output. The output is the last thing, right? Um Yes, so we need to move quickly now. So number four, there would be. Yeah, sorry, just I want to say something in number one, uh, number, number, number three. Um, so there is this story of Abraham where Abraham said that you know I would not do, I would not do, I would not. It was it was telling um. He were saying that see i would not receive part of this spoil from you lest you believe that by your hands that you have made Abraham rich and i just want to emphasize that that sometimes god will require you to be so to be so secure in him as your source that even when people are asking you to do something You know, just, 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 you know, just bend the rule a bit, just bend it, you know, just, just do this thing, just mix it, just mix something else with your, with what you believe. God will have you stand so strongly against it so that they can, they can know that when the results come, they will not attribute it to something else. They would not attribute it to, they will not say that, oh, you know, ah, yes, he's a believer in God, but, you know, I think it's because he did this thing. That's why, that's why this thing came out that way. That's why he's, he's exhibiting such a character. That's why he's doing so well. That's why it's there, there they are just some times in your Christian work on your experience where God will just refuse. Even things, you know, it's not, it's not, it's not necessarily a black thing. It's just those gray areas that God will just say, no, he would refuse and have you stand and just make those decisions based on his instruction alone or based on his, uh, yeah, some just salient things just to make you know, or just to ensure, or let people see, just like it did for you know, the eunuch and then for Daniel. The Bible says that the eunuch give them a time of test. And I think this also goes to number four. There was a period of testing. There was a period of testing. There was a period of testing when eunuch said, you know what? I'm not going to take your word for it. Shebe, you said that in this way. These are we way have been doing it. But you said that, no. You either you want to do it, your own is different. I said, No problem. I'm going to give you, I'm going to, I'm just going to give you like maybe, I'm going to give you like two months and I'm going to come back. And an encouragement here is that don't be afraid. God will come through for you. God will come through for you. He would, it would show up for you. So don't, don't be like, um, you know, the people, the Uzziah that wants to help the ark of God. If God has given you an instruction, especially, particularly that instruction, it will come through for you. If you stand on the character of God and decide not to mix anything, not to, not to dabble into any other thing that is not consistent with God's character, remember, not consistent with the process in God, God would come through for you. You can't be at the loss for losing God. So that's just an encouragement. Number five. Number five. The super God is relevant across the value chain of problem solving so here the bible says that in verse chapter 1 verse 17 the bible says that and god gave them knowledge and skill in all literature and wisdom and daniel had understanding in all vision and dreams so god doesn't just stop at the exposure god is god plays and one of the ways you appreciate this is if you just sit down and just think about creation and just think about the world and just think about different things. You know, I was just meditating on that today, and I, I will share with you a few things. Right, uh, the first thing I I believe the Holy Spirit just brought to my light uh, to, to 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 me was the automation of the world. The fact that you know, sun you know the sunset and the sun rises and it doesn't, really, it doesn't really require any help you know i mean what would that translate to maybe someone that code someone that is able to you know just you know put put systems in place and be and you just you you're, you're able to remove manual processes and just to simply you know improve on processes right just, you're just able to look at something and say how can i make this thing better how can i how can i remove some level of human interaction and just not make this thing too uh too much of it of drudgery for for my colleagues or for my friends or for people around me how can i create value in this way the bible says that you know that it, it set the sun and the moon in place things are able to so it doesn't just stop at knowledge it doesn't just stop at exposure is able to convert exposure to skill is able to give you understanding is the spirit of god is at play at every level of value creation at every level of value creation there is no place that you say that oh, oh you know you know uh, you know, no no christians can christians can play here because christians can't play here because i mean they don't have they don't have the required they don't have the required skill no as long as you will pay attention to the holy ghost and and i say that because you know for example you know, we, we, i've seen it play in the lives of different christians i've seen it i've seen i've seen the fruit of it i mean we have we have examples in the house we have somebody like pastor ito we have all our pastors in fact or a, a lot of a lot of people in the powerpoint exhibit this trait um excellently is the fact that the holy spirit plays along every level of valuation. it doesn't just stop at value it doesn't just stop at knowledge it doesn't just stop at skill it stop it continues to application understanding it continues to application and understanding. So no matter where it is that you know what is being rec- uh, what is being asked of you, you are able to play at, the, at that level. You are able to play at that level. So don't don't just relegate the Holy Spirit in you to like I said to religious or to, to temple runs. If there is something that is asking you to do, if there is a an exposure that is bringing you to probably a domain that is bringing you to. You know, allow yourself explore that that domain, that's that um sector, that's that experience, and you'll see that he is able to work in you, not just exposure, but he's able to translate that exposure to skill. Because the Bible says that it's God that gave it to them. God gave them knowledge, he gave them skill, he gave them um, understanding, and he gave them wisdom. He gave them wisdom but you also see as you go down the line as you read through daniel that the bible says that daniel also understood by the books there's also a a, a part something that something that you also brought to the table his own willingness he brought his own willingness and his own readiness to the table but the bible says that god gave it to him remember, remember what pastor always tells us that no matter what it is even though when you think that you you have mixed your time your which looks like it is yours. Anyways, it looks like it's yours. You have mixed your time. You have probably mixed your quote and unquote. It looks like it is yours, your curiosity. God is the one willing in you, working in you both to will and to do. So he's the one that is even giving you that curiosity. He's the one that is giving you that level of exposure. He's the one bringing it to you. All you just need to do is to surrender, to understand and to surrender. Right? I run quickly now. Number six, Number six, I think I've emphasized number six before, and it is the fact that the Holy Spirit gives you a competitive edge, not just for a not just for competitions' sake. So, really, is if you on you we understand the nature of the Holy Spirit and the, in terms of when you when you look at the levels at which I mean, is the progenitor spirit is the is the is the source of I mean he's the source of all things Is is not in a class he's not he's in a class of his own and so when you engage and interact with the holy ghost you are differentiated not just because you want to compete remember you know you're not competing with anybody you're not you're not trying to a christian is not trying to compete you're not trying to get a competitive advantage a christian is collaborative by nature a christian partners by nature so when you're you should not have any, there should not be any um, um, scenario where you're looking to 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 do better. You're looking to, I mean, and this one, do better across different competencies, right? And the way you look, in the way you present yourself. I mean, good looking may not even have been, you know, like how we term good looking. Good looking may just have been in, in the way they present themselves. I remember a friend of mine, she used to tell us a story of about her grandpa. A, of, of course, my grandpa always told them this story. How that he only had, when he was in university, he only had two shirts and he had two trousers. He only had those two things. But one of the things he, he, he believed was cleanliness is next to godliness. Like that was one of the things he kept in his head. So he would iron, he would wash. He, don't, he only had two, but people did not know that he only had two, two trousers and two shirts. I mean. It sort of like it goes without saying because this person only has probably two blue shirts and two blue trousers or two black trousers so you sort of already know uh that this this guy only wears shirts when it's not uniform he only wears blue 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 but he was so he, he, he was he, he, he was so um particular about the way he looked that people did not notice the way he kept himself the way he you know he, the level of personal grooming that he had, people did not notice that he, this guy only had two. And I think favor was also at work, and God's perception was also at work because people did not notice that this guy only had two shirts and only had two trousers. Right. Um, so, as a Christian, it's not about your competitive edge. It's not about you saying that, oh, I want to, I want to compete. I want to, I want to, I want to be better than these people, or I want to be. I want to be 10, I want like Daniel, they they did not set out to be 10 times better. They did not set out to be, but like Pastor Dele has said before, the spirit inherent in them is already at miles apart from every other person there is already a differentiating factor because of the spirit they carried so all they needed to do was to pay attention to god's spirit in them all they needed to do was to pay attention to to what the spirit was telling them to pay attention and see the holy spirit would speak to you i am i'm i'm so sure of this it would speak to you do not confine him to to just religious circles and to just say that you know what does the holy spirit have to say on my job what does the holy spirit have to see it's not sometimes it is scriptural. But that scripture would be, remember, the Bible says that God gave them understanding. That scripture can be translated into something else. It is scripture, it's the gospel, but it's translated into something else that just gives you wisdom, that just gives you skill. It's translated into some sort of instruction, but it's not for competition. It's just what you carry. It's just what they carried, right? So number seven is that the workings of grace is not the malfunctioning of measuring instruments. So the Bible says in Daniel one verse, verse twenty, no verse nineteen, that the king inter- interviewed them, and among them none was found. But the Bible says there was an interview. There was an interview. So it's just like the category, for example, like I shared earlier, of people that you know only think that the workings of grace happen outside of them. And so, you know, it's not about it's there is no such thing as the excellent spirit, like you know, the spirit of God does not, there is no excellence dimension to the spirit of God. And so if God wants to do something, if God, if I want the perception of anybody that is measuring, for them to say that I have performed better, it means that there's the measuring instrument was skewed. So everybody is being tested, but when it it comes the time for the Christian to show forth its output. Somehow, those that are measuring, God comes into you know the way God's favor works is that God would now skew their system, so they are not. And remember, God is just. God is just. At every time when it in in exhibiting any of His character, He doesn't override another character. No, He does it concurrently. Just for example, in our salvation experience, He did not override the criteria. Instead, he sends Jesus so it's the same way. He's not going to override the criteria of measurements just because a Christian is being interviewed, just because a Christian is being tested. No, the Bible says his grace is able to will and to do. It works in us both to will and to do. So it would work in you to do. It would work competency in you so that it meets and surpasses the test of competency outside of you. So the workings of grace is not the malfunctioning of measuring instruments or the reading of results that would violate God's justice system. The Bible says, Jesus said that God causes rain to fall both on the just and on the unjust. That is God, that is his nature. He will cause the same quality of rain, the same quantity of rain to fall on both the unjust and the just. If the unjust decides to sow seed in the ground, it will bear fruit. If the just decides not to sow seed in the ground, to fold his legs on a stool and have a toothpick in, the, in between his teeth and just hope that fruit To somehow appear. That is a violation of God's justice system. It's a violation. So grace is working in you. So what you should be very, as Christians, what we should be very conscious of is that God, let your grace work in me. Let your grace teach me something. Let your grace appear to me. Let it teach me. Let it grow me. So that when I talk, when I speak, when I present myself, when I present myself, it would not be a case of let's just help this person. You know, I'm a Christian, this person is a Christian, let's just help them let's just help each other out you know let's just help each other out you know i'm a christian let's let's help each other out and i and and that takes me to the next point collab it's collaboration the bible says concerning daniel daniel seemed to be the one in the in the limelight you know in in the story but the bible talks about the fact that he also understood and you see that in in verse two when the king was confronted with a dream that he could not remember, he understood the competencies of other Christians. He understood the competencies. He understood the strength, you know, of other Christians, and he was able to. Call, remember what I said earlier. It's not about the competitive edge. It's not about who is doing who is doing best. It's not about you know I just want to outshine. It's not about outshining. You wouldn't naturally be outstanding because of the spirit you carry, but your motive is very important so you must learn to collaborate you must learn to you know to bring people again it's excellence in character right so you must you must learn to be able to bring people into the commonwealth that you enjoy the bible says that when you know when daniel daniel had told you know the king he had sent the word to the king so give me some time i'm going to go and pray apologies i think i'm running late but i'll just try to finish I think we just have two more to go you know he said that Can I, I hope, I hope I've been granted the excuse to go on just about four more, four, four minutes, I hope not to, to, to drag it for too long. Um, so the Bible says that, you know, he told the King that he's going to come back right to him, but he did not just go alone. He didn't just go back to, to, to pray alone. The Bible says he went to tell the other Hebrew boys and they prayed together, and the Bible says that after you know they got the they got the solution. God gave them the God gave them the interpretation of the dream. The Bible says that you know after the king of obviously he was the one that went to the king, he, and you see that is the trait of someone that is not competitive or collab, but collaborative in nature, excellence in character. You do something with a set of people, but in presenting the output, you presented it like it's only you that did it. You 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 start to take all, or you you yeah, you to take all the glory for yourself. Oh, it's only me that did it because I'm the only one presenting. No, you must be collaborative. You must be, you must be a team player. The Bible says that see let each let each and every one of us esteem each other better than himself. You must be willing to number one not just bring if you see a Christian that is is uh is growing in the same path that you have probably grown or surpassed. You must be willing to lend a helping hand to ensure to ensure that that person goes up to to your level and at different times when you have, when you have, um, um, what's the word now, when you have opportunities that other people are not privy to, you you should also expose them to those opportunities as well. And also on the others on the flip side, also, you also must be exposable. You also must be presentable as a Christian. Like we have said earlier, I mean if you take all of all, all these points and you you adopt them, I mean I think that uh, this is this is this is easy. This is an easy sell. But if a fellow Christian brother is saying that, or a fellow Christian sister is saying that, oh uh sister or brother or fellow tribe member, I have this opportunity. I think you said you're good at this. You know, I'm about to present you, you know, I, I think I have this opportunity. I think you should come and do this. I just come and discuss this, my boss or come and discuss with this person I met and I said that you could do this. Please don't disappoint the person that has, you know, put their credibility on the line for you. So if they say that, Oh, this is what I have said. Oh, but this is okay. There's some echo. Uh, can you hear me? okay i think I yes can control. No, no. so at that level if you know that this person has sold you higher and there is no way even if you go back and learn you cannot match up to that level humility and character demand that you say that see this is what i can do and this is what i cannot do this is what I can do. This is what I can. Do. Okay, I think you may have my skill set wrong. Uh, this is what these are. These, these are the things I know I'm very good at. This, in these ways, I'm still learning. I, I may, I may be able to deliver on this, but I'm not so sure. I might be able to deliver on it. Character and output—they go hand in hand. Number nine, and I think we've exercised this. The spirit of excellence recognizes and engages earthly, mundane activities. So for example, emotional intelligence, pursuit of knowledge, collaborative problem solving, um, as well as prayers and fellowship. You know, you engage all of all these things. It's a it's a property of all of all these things. You know, emotional intelligence. For example, the way Daniel responded to the king. So let not the, the king be angry. You know, it's not say, oh, I'll go and sit down, pack well. It's not this dream. Let me go. Does, is that why you want to kill everybody? And who are you to kill me? he you could see the interplay of emotional intelligence collaborative problem solving the pursuit of knowledge you know and prayers he did not just say oh because i i have the skill you know i can speak you know they've, they've been praising me as work that i'm the master of words you know i'm not going to pray anymore i'm not going to see god's face in this project i'm not going to see god's face you know in this in this in this thing that i'm doing he, he understood the the place everything had to play and how they all weave together to make you know to just to give that executive exp- expression to the spirit that i carried on the inside of him and lastly always maintain a thankful grateful humble heart knowing that it is god that is working in you to will and to do of his good pleasure he is the one that gives you all the grace and so all the glory goes to him alone and be vocal about it be vocal about it. You know, at every time when the when the when the when the king, you know, was almost maybe bowing to Daniel, was just commending Daniel and praising him, he was always quick to say, see, it is a God you know this is not just me alone it is god there is something else at work in me and it made the king curious and that is how he could trans- change the system because he kept on giving glory to god there are things that other people could not do he didn't he just relied on god and he was vocal about it so one of the ways you exude the spirit of excellence is also whenever your you know your your output is commended in it holistically. its holistically especially when it's when it's commended alongside your, your your character, be be quick to 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 give glory to God and be thankful. Whether in your closet, you know, or or on the stage, in the podium, in the limelight, be quick to be thankful and be quick to give glory to God. And I believe that um, as we said earlier, this word of these words have come with with grace. They've come with grace to both save us and to also deliver to us an inheritance. And to also just to work some high level, um, yeah, competency and and excellence within each and every one of us in the tribe in Jesus' name. Thank you so much for your time. Apologies again for for of shooting the time by three minutes. Three minutes. Uh, over to you, Esther. Thank you, Ma. Thank you so much, Ma. Um, let's say thank you to P. Wow, what a word. For more messages, connect with our tribesmen across all social media platforms at PowerPoint Tribe.